was a young boy from Sunderland. He was the biggest troublemaker in all the land. His mama didn't know what to do with him, so his daddy took him down to a boxing gym. It was hard to have discipline at 10 years old, but he had magical talent, that's for sure. He was a champion of England by age 13 and the champion of Europe by age 16. Traveled the world by age 19 Then at 23 he won himself a medal in Beijing After the Olympics his whole life changed He loved the spotlight, he loved the pay He wasn't undefeated pro Until the bitter end when he was forced to retire with his broken head All the lights faded and the money stopped coming And the world stopped caring about little Tony something he felt like a loser after all his success So he drank too much, got fat and depressed The high school dropout, no plan B Had to find a new way to make money So we moved to America for a fresh start And he started to teach the boxing art He opened a gym where people could learn And he called this gym the Boxing Bird well, the gym got busier every day, so we opened up another and more on the way. Meanwhile, Tony and his wife had a babe, a gorgeous little girl whose name is Jake. So now you got an idea what he's been through, that's why he's passing his wisdom on to you. The end of the song is here at last, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the Boxing Life Podcast. Hello, and welcome to the Boxing Life Podcast with me, Tony Jeffries. Today I've got with me Glenn Holmes, the new co-host of the show. Glenn, how is it going? It's going good, yeah. Just let you on Malibu Beach, in the sand, staring at the ocean, a few metres from the ocean, in the sun, drinking yep. uh, strawberry margaritas. Strawberry margaritas. Having it, yeah. Life is good, yeah. We, we thought we'd try something different and try and record a podcast down on the beach. We're here every weekend and we just thought, let, let, let's do it. Let's bring the equipment down. We've got the laptop, the microphone, the microphone cover. So hopefully the sound quality is good enough where we can post the podcast. And like you said, we've got some <laughs> strawberry margaritas, little cans of drinks here. But we've got to try and hide from the, uh, the, life, the lifeguard, Hasselhoff. We've been calling him Hasselhoff. Because where we are on the beach, it is where they did film Beer Watch. And uh, so Glenn and his, can, can, his little can there and the lifeguard come across. We weren't expecting him to be like Hasselhoff with his little tiny short red shorts on, shredded. Good looking and all that, but sprinting down the beach with that little red thing in his hand, like we've all seen. Yeah, but now it was kind of the opposite, it was like an overweight bloke with uh, <laughs> glasses on. Uh, he hasn't got a clue we're drinking nah, margaritas, he hasn't got a clue. Where he, uh, I don't think he'd see anything anyway, if he, even if he did. <laughs> Just uh, set the scene you know, like when you're growing up, you're watching Baywatch on a Saturday afternoon, and uh, you see the, the beaches and those little lifeguard houses, those little lifeguard towers. Yeah, yeah. That's what you grow up thinking. That's of what we're sitting next yeah. to right next to. That is literally what I'm looking at now on a Saturday afternoon. It's funny, how, funny how life turns out. But I wish, rather than that fat bloke sitting in there, I wish it was a Pamela Anderson yes. <laughs> with a little tight. I knew you were going to say. That. <laughs> so for all the regular listeners, I'd just like to apologise for not posting the podcast for a while. It's been like four weeks. I've just been so busy at work. I absolutely love doing these podcasts as well, but it takes. It does take time uh, to do it all, and when my wife's been working, she's a nurse, I've been looking after the baby all day, and I, I can't do one when I've just got the baby. So, I apologise for that, and now we've just hired a producer for the show, now Glenn's going to be the permanent co-host, um, we're going to start knocking them out more, I've got some great, great guests lined up to come on this podcast, so they're just going to get better and better, I think anyway, I hope. 
and like like I see, I've been really busy with work, and we've been doing doing uh, some great things at Boxing Burn at the boxing gym. Like what we're doing now, we've created a certification. A certification. Me and Glenn's been working our arse off night and day. We've been working our arse off to to get this certification put in place. We're going to teach trainers how to teach boxing the correct way. Because we do see when we're around LA, in around the parks or in the streets, or even because people train in the streets here in LA uh, or down the beach in gyms, we see people trying to teach boxing training, and it's and it's terrible. If you know anything about boxing, and you see these, it's like wow, look at the, these these clients are going to get injured. I know you've seen people getting injured before through not getting taught boxing the correct way. Yeah, just uh, train some people over at the Santa Monica stairs now and again, and. You just see some lunatic with some mitts on, holding his hands by his waist, getting some <laughs> bird to just slap the mitts for ten minutes, thinking it's a workout. It's pretty embarrassing. So. <laughs> I guess that even kind of is a good workout. Boxing is an amazing workout, but uh, but not taught the right way, uh, you're gonna you're gonna get injured and you're gonna get hurt. And it's a great it's a great business idea as well because I mean we're charging we're not charging a fortune, we're charging two hundred dollars. And when we announced it, we're gonna we said we're gonna do ten ten spots. Then, then 10, 10 spots went within a day, and then we released another 10 spots, and then 10 spots went within another few more days. So now we've got 20 people in the course. We could get another 20 people. I know we could, but we don't want to promote it that big. All we did was all we did was one Instagram post, and yeah. we got all them all them out. Um, and just if, I don't know if you wanted to mention about our um, the, the blog you spoke to about our because because about recruiting. Yeah. So. Um, uh, so we we do have problems finding trainers, passionate trainers quality at Boxing trainers. Burn, quality passionate yeah. trainers who really want to to want to want to progress and want to be successful and and hard working and do well, which is surprising. I mean, you get it's, su- it's such a fine art because what we're doing is trying to find personal trainers who know the basics of exercising and strength and conditioning and personal training. And on top of that, we want them to know the basics of boxing and being able to hold yeah. pads well and move people around in the ring. And those two don't come together that often. So that's what we're trying to get but, at here with this certification. And when them two... Turn, turn personal trainers into personal trainers who can add boxing yeah. to, to what they're doing, whether it's with us or whether it's elsewhere. And what you said there, like you, we want someone who can do the, the personal training side of things as well as box. And them two's we had to come together, and then even to have passion on top of that, and have yep. a personality. I mean, it is hard. We've we've got we've got like twenty two trainers working for us now, and so so to to find more trainers, I went to a Mal Easton, who's very well known in the fitness industry in Colorado, in Denver, and Colorado, and I asked him because he's got jujitsu gyms. I says, I, I give him a call. I says, Amal, how how do you find passionate trainers? How do you find good passionate trainers? And he said, he gave us some advice, which is amazing. He said, what I do, how I've found 90% of my trainers is through training clients to become trainers. And when I thought about it, I thought, wow, that, that, I mean, that, that's great. Yeah, and I thought like... That's where I came from. That's, that's where Glenn came from. Glenn was one of my clients when I first moved to LA. I used to train Glenn Boxing. And now Glenn is the richest, most successful <laughs> personal trainer I said in West LA, but he told me in America and <laughs> in the go, world going on the world. <laughs> Glenn is absolutely smashing it. I just keep on dreaming of it. <laughs> Glenn is absolutely smashing it in the personal training industry, and he's and I'm not saying across your ear, and, I, and, I, and, I, and I'll tell you a dickhead of your face when you're being a dickhead <laughs> of your face. You know that, but but Glenn's passion is 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 like something 
like I've never seen before. I've, I mean, we've got Stephen as well, and we we got a few more guys. And Glenn, like I said, put uh, a former client and some of the other trainers who's very very passionate is clients as well. So when he told me this, I was like, shit, that makes sense. And the piece of advice that he gave me after that was the advice was the best advice he could have given us. He went, what you need to do, Tony, you need to set a date. If it's if it's a month from now, two months from now, three months from now. Because if you're like me, which you, which I'm guess you are, this is what he said, very busy all the time with running your gyms, you'll never get around to doing it. He said, so what you need to do, you need to set a date and then advertise it and put the pressure on you to get it done. Mm. So I went, so from that day, if you remember, I went, right, we need to set a date. The next day, we I got the logo made and we announced it. Yeah, and then we've been shitting ourselves ever since. Yeah, <laughs> and then today, me and Glenn's been sitting down like, wow, shit, we've got five days to go. No, it's, sorry. It's, yeah, we've got a week left. But a this week is going to be next Sunday. We're training these trainers. We've so. got a week left. We've got these twenty people coming in, and uh, we've got uh, we've got a lot a lot of things to, to do, you know. Yeah. So, but so just just to go back on that, like the the hardest thing about recruiting good trainers is trying to find the passion, um, and you can't coach passion. You can't you can't train passion. So yeah. you can train the physical side of it, and and all the other stuff that goes with it. You can train that, but the passion you can't. And the personality you can't. So, what better way to, to recruit people that you want, you know are going to have passion, than people who are already in your gym and are yeah. checking out your brand and, and checking out what you're doing. Get those people in and then train them on the stuff that they need training on. And then you've got a good pool of, of people that you can potentially recruit from. So just just from a business standpoint, uh, yeah. it's, 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 a great, it's a great way of uh, looking at things. No matter what industry you're in, I was just, just about just, to say. Yeah. I was just about to say, like, no matter what industry you're in, and I've, I'm really discovering this now. I never did when I was boxing, even though, you know, uh, I was a successful boxer. But now I'm really seeing what people see, the famous quotes and all that shit. What people see is, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And I find that, I mean, that that's not totally true. I love what I do, but obviously I, I, I'm working all the time. But what I find with the personal trainers, the, pa- the passionate ones, and it's the same with any any job, if you love it, if, 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 if you love it, you're going to do well, you're going to be successful. Now, all the most successful trainers now with Jim is the passionate ones, you know? Mm. And, and they absolutely love the job. There's no one in that. The, 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 the boys, we've had a few who are like, uh, oh, they're half in, they're half out. The, the, them's the ones that don't do well. Yeah. But... The same with any job in the world. If you love it, you're going to be successful. That's why you're going to wake up in the morning and you're going to be excited to get and get up and go and do what you want to do for a living. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if I'm, I wasn't getting paid for it, I, I would want to be doing what I'm doing. And I'm so does that mean we're going to? I'm fortunate that I get paid to do it. So does that mean we're going to cut that salary? And start doing it for free. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's good to know. Yeah. So. A piece of advice for everyone. I mean, it's it's a, it's a, it's a big piece of advice, but it's more for yeah for everyone. Like, find something you love. Be if you're in a job that you hate, what you fucking doing? Yep. If you hate what you do, it's 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 stupid. Change it, right? And I know people's got different different problems in life and, and, and different situations, and it's easier for me it's easy for me to say this. But really, I've I've just Followed my dreams, followed my passion. I've, I've struggled. I've really struggled in, in my life to get to where I am. It's not all been easy. I've never just 
went and won an Olympic medal and then everyone's handed things to me. It's not, it's not been like that. I was doing, me and Kevin and Glenn, we were doing a boot camp on the beach for donations only. That's where we started this boxing. We weren't earning anything from it. We were doing it for donations, but we loved it. We loved it, and now look what's happened. Yeah. Now we've got the two most successful gyms in Los Angeles, and Los Angeles has got over, uh, I think it's over 20,000 gyms in Los Angeles. That's exaggerating, I just made that number up. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think it's, uh, I'm sure there's 3,000 gyms in West LA. So, you know, and, uh, and that's through time and hard work. It's not overnight. It's not an overnight success. It's, it's just do what, do what you love. Yeah. And I was listening to a, a podcast before, I think it was the Paul Mott podcast. It was one of the podcasts I was listening to, and someone was giving advice like, "What do you want to do? There's a job for everything. What do you like doing? Do you like lying in bed all day? There's actually a job about for lying down in bed. You can test. You can test beds. You can test beds. It's a job. What do you like? Do you like watching, playing computer games? There's a job. You can play computer games for a living. You know, it's true. Yeah, it's true. I mean, shit stuff like that. Just add to that. There is a job and a career for anything that you want to do, right? If you find what you love doing, and if you can make a job out of it, then you, you know you, you. I think you've basically conquered life. But whatever and, you're into. and talking about uh, people who didn't like the jobs, you had a job that you that you hated, right? Yeah, I came here because I thought I wanted to work in music. Got a job doing music marketing for record labels, and did it for four years. Sat in an office. And hated it every minute of it, and couldn't wait to get out. And took Is it for four years to get out. Yeah, four years. As soon as wow. I got here, I got an internship, and then I got hired. And I did Warner Brothers and all these big labels and stuff. But I was just sat in an office with a couple of people I didn't really like that much, and had nothing in common with, and couldn't wait to get home every night. And what was the turning point? Uh, I just re- I started boxing and I started training and getting into my fitness and stuff and. Um, I just that took over my passion for what I was doing on a daily basis and then um, it got to the point where I, was like, I can't get out I can't get out of this job if I do then I'm not going to be able to pay bills felt really yeah. trapped and then uh, luckily enough me, me missus was saying no just do what you want if you want to get out get out we, we'll make it happen so um, the company that I worked for and the, the boss ended up leaving and whatever and I got out and, I, and then I had about two years of getting unemployment insurance, which is what they give you out here when when you so you're on the door, really. Pretty much, <laughs> but it was it was all right. It wasn't too bad. It was enough to pay the bills. Yeah, and um, that's good. All I did for two years was just go to the gym and run. And I was like, okay, well, this is what I want to do, obviously. And I didn't think I was going to be able to get a job out of it. But like I said on the last podcast, when we did the story of the gym and everything, and started meeting some people and got some ideas together and. And the rest is is history, in it. Yeah, and uh, one one thing that I've really been, I was trying to think of before. I was like, how how the, how do you find your passion? Like, how, how do you find your passion? But do you, do you know how? Do you know what? I got I got that answer. Go on. The answer is, if money wasn't a problem, what would you do? What would you do? Yeah, yeah, and that's exactly what happened to me. I had nothing to do. For yeah. Okay, all of a sudden, I don't have a job. I'm sat on my ass all day. What am I going to do? All right, well, after work, I go to the gym, and I really enjoy that. I hit the bag or whatever I do. As soon as I realised I had time on my hands, the first thing I did when I got up, I was like, right, I'm not going to get fat and lazy. There's no way. Like, I, I yeah. just started running. 
or I want to get better at running, I want to get fitter, I want to get faster, I want to get stronger. Started boxing in the afternoons, met some really good, talented lads who I could work with every day, and and I just got really addicted to it, and I was like, this is it. And I mean, I've always loved boxing since I was a kid, watched it on TV, and huge fan of it growing up, and yeah. I followed it all my life, but I never really thought about doing it myself until I had time on my hands. I'm like, right, okay, now I'm going to I'm gonna do it. So that just goes to show what, so it what just, I've... It, it, my passion kicked in. I just, I, I, I was, I feel like I was lucky that I found yeah. that that's what I was I'm saying about. it just goes to show that what I've just said there is true, like, because, I mean, you were getting that uh, dull money, <laughs> and uh, you, so money, money wasn't a big issue, and then you just seen yourself going to the gym every day. It was a really stressful time though. I mean, we were oh, I, bet, I was I bet really was. struggling to pay for but, stuff. But you were doing what you were doing what you loved, you, and you weren't getting paid for it. So, yeah. but when I heard that quote, I was thinking, what? I would love to just be jet skiing all the time. <laughs> but my, my 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 passion is traveling. I absolutely love traveling. Yeah. And I'm I'm going to do more traveling later in life. That's why I've I've been away. I don't know if you I've told you this or you know. I'm sure you might have noticed. I've been away every month this year. I've yeah. travelled every month this year. My, my New Year's resolution was, I want to go somewhere every, every month. Somewhere new, right? Yeah, and it's uh, it's it's been it's been class. I was in Mexico last month, and you know I've been in my my uh, Vegas. Hawaii, Vegas. Twice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my passion, and we know Glenn's passion, and we know it didn't take uh, it wasn't an overnight thing to to figure out how long it took. To, to, to find your passion and to start working and start being successful in it. I think when you're, yeah, the, the young you are, you, you love stuff, but you don't, I, I don't think, well, I didn't, you don't, I don't think you realise what your true passion and talent are until you're late 20s, early 30s. Well, that, that's what happened for me anyway. I felt, spent most of my teenage years and early 20s thinking music was everything I cared about, and then once I did it for a job, I realised, ah, uh, I'm not really into into it, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it wasn't until I got out of it for a job that I started to get my passion back for it. But whereas with what I'm doing now, fitness and boxing-related stuff, and being able to manage my own schedule and live a lifestyle that I wanted to, that, that's really what kicked it in. And realised this is where me my passion lies, and I feel like I've got a, a talent for tip for. For tits. Slow down, son. Slow down. <laughs> well, I've got that for, like, for, for training people and teaching people. Right, that's better. You know. Yeah. And then it, I'm not. I'm, I feel like I'm fortunate that the two got together, but it wasn't until later on that, that I realised that. Rescue helicopter. Malibu helicopter. <laughs> See, Malibu on the side. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I think I think this has been a good podcast. This I tell you what we started this podcast. We're going to do something completely different, but it's like twisted and it's went and it's went this way, which I'm I'm, I'm happy about. I love I love shit like this. I love getting into this. And I've I've mentioned it on one of my earlier podcasts. I don't know if you've seen the videos yet, Glenn. It's a, it's a YouTube channel called Fight Mediocrity. Medi- mm. Mediocrity. I can't even say that I've word. Seen it. It's class. It's a uh, so, some lad. He, he does videos. He, he reads books and he does videos on them like the like. What's it called? Think, think big and grow rich, and all Napoleon Hill stuff and the four-hour work week. All these books you, you read them and does little videos on them and tells you the, the best parts about them. So some advice I would highly recommend you go there, YouTube, uh, find his channel, Fight Mediocrity. Uh, it's amazing. And another thing I'm going to mention just before we end this podcast is an audio book I've listened to. It's by 
Earl Nightingale, and it's called The Top 5%. I listened to it the other night. It's fantastic. It really is. He says, if you've got 100 men, all age 25, the chances are that out of them 100 men, only five of them is going to be, uh, is going to be successful. And uh, by the time they're 65, they're going to be made enough money to retire good. And the reason he says why people do this is because, and it makes sense, people do, people don't, sorry, people don't think for themselves. They don't, and if you think about life, people don't think for themselves. People do what other people do. They do what they're told. Yeah, they do what they're told, no, but as well, they do what other people do. They see the mum and dad working a nine-to-five job. Yeah. They're going to work a nine-to-five job. In, in England... People watch the mum and dad, they see the mum and dad work this out, and then they go and do what they do, and it's like a repeat cycle over there, which, yeah. which is one of the reasons I wanted to get out. Over here, you're encouraged to do what you want, but I feel like the same the same thing applies because people see people on TV and in films and try and do that, and, and it's not realistic. I don't know if you what you think about no, I, 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 No, I think... I think because we, we see a lot of people come over here trying to be famous, trying to be uh, actors, and but, but this is the place to be, you know. So let's see, yeah. let's see, you've got a million people in the world or in America, which is a tiny number, want to be professional actors because that's their passion. Yeah. You're going to come here and do it. So yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm probably not talking so much about career stuff here. I think um, I'm just talking more about their uh, their, their tastes on style and clothing and fashion and Mate, music and all that where have you just gone with me Earl Nightingale book all right, you've just took it to fucking fashionable <laughs> people in Hollywood no we're talking about the, the five people who how did we get talking about fashion I don't know <laughs> no, I'm worried about you son too many of these margaritas on the beach um, but the, sun's, yeah. the sun's setting as we're talking yeah the sun's setting it's a beautiful scene yeah so <laughs> back, 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 to, back to that um, so people follow what other people do the, the, the you see, they see the mum and dad doing it, and and if you ever listen to me podcast with Dan Pena, great podcast. He's an absolute lunatic, uh, successful guy, and he, and he says like, why the, why the fuck would you listen to your parents? Why would you? And he swears worse than me. Why would you listen to them? What what your parents doing? Are you are your parents uh, high performance people? What why follow their footsteps? And like, he says love them, but like don't follow the footsteps. Not unless they are. Someone like uh, 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 Elon Musk. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, so that's a good podcast. So I would really recommend you get this audio book. It's called The Top Five Percent. I don't know if you listen to it, Glenn. It's only it's twelve minutes long. You can you can play the speed fast. Put it on one and a half. It'll it'll take you eight minutes. You could you could uh, listen that full book in in your car on your way home from Malibu now. It's a, it's a really good book, and if you if you listen to books and you can get one little thing from it, it's only like three dollars as well. It's worth it, and I really recommend that you do that. So I think let's end it now. The sun's set, the baby's tired, she's running around, the lifeguard's gone. So well, I hope you enjoyed it. Please share it, uh, leave us a review on the iTunes, and like I see, we've got some great guests coming. Uh, one of them is Gary Vaynerchuk. If you if you if you like me and you watch business videos and stuff like that like watch the Ash, the Ask Gary V show on uh, on YouTube it's class it's really really good and he's he's uh, I mean I'm trying to end this podcast here but Gary Vaynerchuk and we'll talk about when he gets on he tells people not to go to college not to go to university yeah 
if you want, time. all over that. If you want to be an entrepreneur, businessman, don't do that. If you want to be a nurse, a doctor, a lawyer, go there. And so that's a I great think, conversation we're going to have. Just, just to close out, I think um, that's a great point that you just touched on that. I want to talk about that. Uh, if, if you want a well-paid career, a safe career, then university is not a bad idea. But if you want the freedom to do whatever you want and try and make a life for yourself based on what you want to do, yeah, and and take it as far as you want to take it. Then university is a bad idea because it restricts you in what in it takes years off your life. Yeah, when you could be learning really important things. I think yeah. the the years the years when when all my friends went to university in England, I started coming out here and I was working a, a, a pretty rubbish job in England, but saving up as much money as I could just to keep travelling to LA and California just to check it out and keep travelling and travelling. And all that life experience that I got from travelling out here while my friends were in university, I feel, has paid off for me. Yeah. It's, you know? it's good. And that, that made us think of a thing that it says in that top 5% as well. It says, if you work 40 years of your life... Oh, oh. Well, lifeguard's kicking us off. The lifeguard's kicking us off the beach. It's kicking people out of the ocean. <laughs> uh, if, if you work your job for 40 years of your life, let's say you work in, I don't know, a call centre. You're going to be an expert at being, working in call centres. If you, if you work in McDonald's for 40 years, you're going to be an expert at flipping burgers. Why not, why not do something you love for 40 years of your life and you're going to be an expert on it? Yeah. See you later.